The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. I am not wearing any secretions intentionally. And Michael Lucas. I was 30 before I realised there was a difference between dress and skirt. This is Emsolation. So if you're about to patch someone and you've got an itch in your vagine because you've got a massive yeast infection. Sounds uncomfortable. It's going to take the romance out of the moment. Mm. You're in Emsolation. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, screenwriter, Logie and Actor Award winner, Mr Michael Lucas, I bring you this podcast twice a week. But today's episode includes Michael because it's a Thursday. Or maybe you don't listen on Thursdays. I have no idea what people's listening habits are. I know a lot of you do wait for the 6am drop. I know some of you have wait till Monday. You do it over the weekend when you're doing the chores. That's okay. However, whenever, I'm just grateful that you choose us. How are you? What's cracking? What's new with you? How are you feeling about the next few weeks? Business end of the year, isn't it? All the things are needing to be tied up. There's probably school concerts, calisthenic concerts, gymnastics, graduations, all the things that you are required to organise, curate, turn up at, feign interest in other people's children. God! It's a big, it's a big time of year. So make sure you are conserving. Make sure you are taking a little bit of time each day. You know I want to remind you of this and I'm saying this for myself as much as I'm saying it for all of you. Take a little time each day to recharge the batteries. The other thing, I want, I want you to hear my voice right now. If you are a Melbourne-based fan of the podcast, we are putting on a live show, as many of you know. Now, I've been saying the wrong dates because my brain is incapable of retaining any sort of useful information. I can do the entire salt and pepper app, any salt and pepper app. Let's talk about sex for now with the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Truly. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. I want to take a minute or two and give much respect to to the man that's made a difference in my world. And know the most men are hoes, he goes on the down low. Because I never heard about him with another girl. Come on. I, uh, forget it. Get me involved in that he said, she said crowd. I know that ain't nobody perfect. Oh, shit, I can't even remember that. But believe me, y'all, he's worth it. I know some of you were screaming that rap at me. Anyway, my point is, my point is I could remember a rap and then I didn't remember it. And my mum used to say to me, oh, if only you could remember your 12 times tables as, as, as well as you can remember music raps. Anyway, why is I talking about, why, why did I rap? Um... 
live show. Fourteenth, Wednesday. Oh God, is that the right date? And now I'm doubting myself. Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, the fourteenth of December at the National Theatre. We're putting on a show. I'd really like to sell it out. I promise you it's going to be a great night. And remember, come on your own. Lots of people are. There's going to be a pre-show meetup. But what I do is I get on the stage and I sing and I tell jokes. That's why I'm here. And yes, there'll be a bit of a podcast recording, but remember we're not broadcasting this, so I'm going to be doing stand-up. I have a lot of things to say. I haven't been able to get on stage since my National Press Club address. And I've got a lot of things to say around that whole neurodivergence topic. So any neurodivergent pals, make sure you're there because there's a lot of things you and I need to discuss. All the information and tickets can be found at the Emsolation Instagram page. There's a handy ticket link now where everything's there. But I just want to say to you, please come and see me do what I do best. Yeah, I really, I know I really want to see you all. I want to put faces to names. And if you've already got your tickets, the VIPs are sold out, which is amazing. Uh, but let's get the whole thing full and let's have a great night together. We've earned it. All right, that's my plug. I feel weird. I still feel weird having to do that, but I just don't know how else to say if you are a Melbourne-based Emsolation fan and, you know, you're in a financial position to be there, please do. Or please send the link to people looking to buy you a present. I, Michael, and the rest would make an excellent Christmas present. Send the link. It's that easy. People are always grateful when you send them links for presents. I know I am. All right, that's enough. Ugh, sorry. Sorry. And if you're in other states screaming, I would come if I could, we will get to you next year. I swear it. I swear it to the old gods and the new. Okay, what you're about to hear is it's everything we promise. It's penises, it's princesses, it's pop culture, it's politics. US midterms are happening. Rihanna's let us down. We think, we don't know, but perhaps we talk about Harry Styles' new film in which he's penis is the central character. We also talk about a little bit of Kim Kardashian being a busy working mum. <laughs> what else do we get in there? Oh, and Cher debuts her new much younger lover. She's taken the lover. Good for her. That's our new segment too. We're going to be doing a segment called Good for Her each week. And if you want to submit any good for hers, please do. All right, my loves, that was chaotic. In, from memory, I did a salt and pepper up. I think that happened. Do you see how bad my memory is? Thanks for being here. Come to the show. That's all I want to say. Sometime in December on a date. (laughs) No, it's definitely the 14th. I think. No, it is. It is. It is. It is. All right. Let the music play. M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Michael Lucas, hello. Amelia Rossiano, hello. This is definitely not the second time that we're starting this podcast. <laughs> I don't even really know why we are, but anyway, I'm embracing happy. it. I was okay. happy with the vibes. It wasn't clicking in because I did things in the wrong order. How okay. are you? Exhausted. <laughs> so tired. He's so tired. He's just, he's, he's Kim Kardashian, he's a busy working mum and he's having to serve his kids chicken nuggets cooked in an air fryer. Did you see that? No. Is that what Kim Kardashian did? Kim Kardashian's latest sponsored post on Instagram. Okay, wait, I'm going to have to get it up and show you. I don't believe she eats chicken nuggets. Oh, they're, no, they're even, they're vegan chicken nuggets. Oh. Can, I, can I just show you? 
<laughs> Let me just, okay. Hey guys, as a busy mom, I'm always looking for quick and easy options to feed my family that are both healthy and delicious. My current go-to for a quick meal is to put Beyond Chicken Nuggets in an air fryer. I mean, I definitely believe Kim Kardashian yeah. puts chicken nuggets in an air fryer for her kids. She just comes home. She's exhausted. She, yeah. she just wants to put on a load of washing and then get some chicken. She gets them out of the she, freezer. She's so relatable. That's what I love about Kim. Oh, and also her face in that video. I mean, they have, like, eradicated via, I mean, the, the her medical, nose is gone. medical science and audiovisual science has just gotten rid of any, uh, like, texture of, of skin at She's all. She's very tired. She's very busy. She is tired. She's making nuggets for her six kids. Her beautiful natural locks that don't look high maintenance at all. <laughs> I'm good. I am getting really keyed up for Dua Lipa. We oh. are going... To do a leap of this weekend, VIP package. I we have been a year. It's been one year. I know. And what's so exciting about it is it has been a long, long time since we've been to a pop concert. We've been so excited about, it. and it's also been a long, long time. You and I have had amazing experiences seeing pop stars who are maybe legacy acts. <laughs> Not we saw Beyonce, Not Beyonce at absolute peak, and and I feel like this is exciting. Like that was exciting in that this is she is a pop star of the moment. Yeah, we love those two albums. Yep. we pretty much know every lyric to every song. Yeah, and I I'm just really ready to scream and dance mm -hmm. the entire time. What do we wear? I'm really, I don't, like, she's in obviously sparkly Mugliere and that's why I'm going. Like, a bunch of my friends I like... I don't even know the words you just said. Thierry Mugliere is a very famous fashion designer. Remember, okay, this is a reference you'll know. Hey, you're just too funky for me. Yeah. George Michael film clip. With the... Yes, the handlebar handle bustiers. That yeah. is Thierry Mugliere. mirrors. Correct. Side vision mirrors. Mm -hmm. Every drag queen on Drag Race always says, oh, my outfit's Mugliere inspired. I'm like, no, it's not dull. Thierry wouldn't touch that. But... He's done all the costuming for, well, the House of Mugliere has done all the costuming for Dua. Mm. He, I think he's not, no longer with us, rest in peace. Oh, okay. Um, so you get that reference. So she, oh, a lot of my friends went to the little private concert she put uh, on. It was all over my Instagram Same. and it looked good. Yeah. Nah, you know Do what? I, you want the big, you want the spectacle. But I've also, humble brag, I've played and sold out the Palais many times over. I don't want to go to the same venue where I know the dingy back rooms. Yeah, sure. I don't want to see Dua Lipa in the same gig spot that I've played. It's Lord Laver, right, we're going to. Yes. Yeah, it's Thunderdome. And not Pop only, Thunderdome. She'll be on a crane going yeah. across people. There'll be multiple costumes. This is, I mean, with all due respect, I'm, it's not a singing concert we're going to. Like, she's a great singer, but she's not, like, up there with the greats. She's not an Aretha. She's not a Beyonce. She's not an Adele. No. She's a full package performer. She is. Mm. But she's she's also, she's probably, she's got the wood on Taylor and Madonna though, doesn't she? Yes, absolutely. She's got great tone, great yeah. tone. So, And um, she, her dancing vastly improved because, remember, she used to be ripped apart online, and but she worked. She worked hard and it is does look really good to me now. How can a person who worships at the altar of Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone say that Dua Lipa's dancing. No, but have you seen recently she has put in the time. I respect the effort. I think she has, she's definitely beyond, say, a Kylie or anything like that now, like well beyond. She's not Madge and she's not Beyonce. <laughs> I am choosing. But look, the main thing that she is is an amazing creator of absolute bangers. Yeah, can't wait. I cannot wait. In a new segment I'm coining Good for
for her. Good 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 for her. Each week, Michael and I will bring a lady that we're just seeing her and she's just, whatever's going on, she's living her best life. Mm. And this week, I want to give to you... Good for her! Cher. Of course. I want to talk about Cher. Mm. Cher has gone public with her new boyfriend, 36-year-old music executive, Alexander Edwards, a.k.a. A.E. Good for her! (laughs) Can we just get an age check on Cher? Not that it matters, but can we just hear she is 76. My experience with men is great because I pick them because I like them. I don't need them. Go for her! Go for her! Go for her! I'm so happy. They met at Paris Fashion Week. Oh, of course. Earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And AE, as he is known, has also already met her family. So I'm assuming that's Chaz, her son. Isn't her mum still alive? Mum's still alive. Absolutely. In her 90s, immaculate. Yeah. Uses the same team Kim Kardashian apparently does. It must also pickle your insides when you get that much work that much work done. You just live forever. You mean the same cosmetic surgery team? It must be. Because nothing on Cher's mother's face moves. Oh. She doesn't well, look 90. Like mother from like the, daughter. From the neck up, she yeah. does not look 90. Right. A.E. is previously known to us because he has a child and dated Amber Rose, who's Kanye West's ex. Wow, okay. They split because he cheated on her 12 times. Okay. Some Look, you're really flags. taking the pizzazz out of good to, good for her there. But you know what? I feel like she, she's going in there with eyes open. Cher's lived. Cher has lived. She has been very vocal about the relationship on Twitter. Mm. She's put up a picture of Alexander with just a love heart under mm. it. Mm. And also she has written... After somebody pointed out the 40-year age gap and perhaps A.E. had ulterior motives. Oh, catty. She wrote back, haven't you got anything else to do? Question mark, exclamation mark in red. Let me explain. I don't give a fuck, but there's a plane. What anyone thinks shares Twitter Mm. is wild. Oh, I love it. It's like a drunk toddler got access to the emojis on your phone and just has gone ham. Yeah. I'm not defending us. Haters are going to hate. Doesn't matter that we're happy and not bothering anyone. That's what you want for a relationship. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I also, I, I think it is worth touching base on some of the relationships that she has had. Please tell me. Oh, you know what? Yes, because Cher's dating history is... Bef- it's the history of the modern world. Please, is Tom Cruise not in there? I'm pretty sure. Okay. okay I'm flipping okay, through, okay, so we'll discover okay. it together. Okay. Warren Beatty, when yeah. she was a teenager. I mean, everyone in Hollywood had a pit stop there. And then obviously Sonny Bono. Ugh, yes. But then I'm obsessed with David Geffen. So David Geffen is is currently following him on Instagram. He's a music mogul and he's one of the richest people in Hollywood, but he was gay. He's incredibly gay, but he said there is one wom- woman who could, like, get me over the line and it was Cher. Go for her! Yeah. And then Gene Simmons, let's not forget that, Kiss musician Gene Simmons. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she said that relationship in 1979, she said it was the best relationship I've ever had with a human being, which is an interesting choice of words. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Val Kilmer. That's right. Yep. I knew it was someone from Top Gun. Yep. And she said it got too intense and hot. Imagine the sex. Because what was the age? Val was young. 
he was young. They split in 1984. Val would have been, I'm going to say, 10 to 15 years her junior. Wait, let me let me Google how old Val Oh, Kramer and get is. this, get this. This is her classic quote. My rule of thumb, and it never fails me. If a man's a great good kisser, he's a great fuck. I mean, what? Oh. That's the kind of <laughs> philosophy. Okay. Cher deemed Tom Cruise to be one of her best lovers. Shut up. She said she was crazy about him. He was so wonderful and he was so, like, different. He was a shy boy. He didn't have any money. Are you joking? Yeah. Tom Cruise I know. is good in bed? She said he wasn't a Scientologist then. It was pretty hot and heavy for a little minute. He's a great guy. So Val is 62. So there was 15 years. Yeah. She loves a younger man. She loves her. her. Rob Camaletti, I remember that one. Richie Sambora. Oh, hot. I know. She's got a type. Yes. Oh, she said, that's right, infamously, Mm. she said she had an opportunity with Elvis, but she turned, it didn't happen. (laughs) So, I mean, what a history. (laughs) Good for her. The only thing I will add before we move on uh, to my policeman is that AE is yet to publicly acknowledge or post or say a single word about this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't want to compare Monday Cher to M. Rossiano in high school, but I kissed a couple of boys who swore me to secrecy around it and didn't tell anyone and denied it. And when I would talk about it, they would look at me with a blank stare. I don't want to say mm. that's what's happening to Cher. No. Come on. I don't on. want to say this. Cher's lived and famously, as she sang about it, Cher knows. She knows because it's in his kiss. Shoop, shoop. I so think I think. This guy was born when that movie came <laughs> Good for her. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Michael, I just... Rihanna Savage by Fenty shows dropping November 9th on Amazon. It's a a red letter day in the year for you, typically. I love it. It's always great. Love it, love her. Lizzo's been on it. Everyone, everyone's on it. Like, everyone I love, Erica Badu, like, she just gets, she gets, she gets Colin Kaepernick, was he there? I feel like he was there, maybe. Oh, I don't know, maybe, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. But she picks people. She has diverse models. She has every, everyone is represented. Mm. Rihanna has not put a foot wrong in this space, right? And we're all, we're all so excited Mm. because she's got new music. She's doing Super Bowl. She's had a kid. She's got Black Panther. Like there's all these things hyped up around her. Good time to be a Rihanna fan. And we are. And now... members of the press, look, about a week ago we got a snifter, a whiff that perhaps Johnny Depp was going to be walking in the Savage by Fenty show and I disregarded it and you know I love a conspiracy. Oh, you love it. I'm like, there's no way. That's bullshit. There's no way. She's too media savvy. She's so media savvy. Mm. She beats Beyonce. She beats everyone. She was the first, you know, major mogul to put amputees in her shows. Like totally. She, she's so ahead of the curve on everything. She doesn't have to pull things back and apologise for them. Absolutely not. And so now I said, nah. And then yesterday, journos got sent advanced screeners and they started leaking it. And when you get a screener, you have to sign a thing that says, I will absolutely not leak this. Oh, wow. So people, it was so hot. They just people... didn't care. 
They just full-on said, I don't care, revoke my screen mm, access. Mm, this is unacceptable. Mm. So it's been confirmed that Johnny Depp has his own star segment and he's the first man to have one. And basically he's on for 40 seconds. Mm. His uh, hair is in a ponytail. He's got the eyeliner. Mm. He's got a, a loose jacket on. He walks through dry ice and he hugs a tree. Okay. That's what he's <laughs> Well, that is, you know, that is kind of like the role that one has in Fenty shows typically. Sure. Now, the reason this is all blowing up, obviously, and I do want to give a content warning, we are going to be discussing domestic violence in this next couple of minutes, so please feel free to skip forward if that's something you don't want to hear, and I, I completely understand. It would be extremely triggering. So, obviously, in 2009, Chris Brown was convicted of assaulting mm-hmm. Rihanna mm-hmm. in a car. It was very public. I still can see the photos. She also went and did interviews about it and spoke about domestic violence victims and Mm. it was a whole thing. I'll say that to any young girl who's going through domestic violence, don't react off of love. F love. To come out of the situation and look at it third person and for what it really is and then make your decision. So you can understand why a lot of people are feeling betrayed by her. So where Johnny Depp is legally at the moment, by the way, being welcomed back, being offered movie roles. So this is where Depp is legally. He won his US lawsuit against Amber Heard, obviously, but... What is less mentioned is the fact that he lost a very similar one in the in UK. Britain, yes. And this very rarely seems to get pointed no, out. I know. And he sued the son for uh, calling him a wife beater mm. and for alleging that he assaulted Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. But in fact, the judge found that he was guilty of 12 of 14 alleged domestic violence incidences mm. and said that the son's article was factual enough. Because mm. if you're convicted of 12 or 14, there's something going on. Yeah, wife beater is an accurate description. Yeah, so he lost that defamation case. So why would Rihanna, a very famous victim of domestic violence, cast Johnny Depp? <laughs> I still want to believe that this is a hoax. But really? multiple sources have said her team reached out to him. What, did they have a prior relationship No. Nope. some description? They're no collaboration, no... Both seemingly attempting career comebacks. One needs the publicity and one really doesn't. She doesn't need this publicity. This feels no. like an own goal. This feels like... I can't... I can't... You are the devil's advocate, King. Yeah. Why? Because oh. I have turned my brain inside out trying to justify, because this is a choice. Choices, Rihanna. Mm. She, if this is true, and I'm still holding Ben for the doubt, I'm still hoping it hasn't dropped yet, there's still time to edit it, I'm hoping that the backlash will show her. Mm. I, I'm, I'm reserving any sort of real harsh judgment of Queen Riri until this thing is out in the world. Maybe she's just conveniently forgotten the UK case and felt like, well... She's too savvy. You know that. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe Maybe there's some sort of private connection between them that we don't know. He was... I don't know. What could it possibly be? I don't know. Maybe his daughter's a Brianna Stan. I don't know. Ditch Depp has been trending on Twitter. Her fans are just mortified. 
lot of people saying they're going to boycott. It, it is especially strange considering that brand is so staked on on social awareness. And why would you risk it? for a straight white guy who's been accused of domestic violence, whose best friend is a Marilyn Manson, mm. who's about to go to trial for far worse than what was alleged mm. to have mm. gone down with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I just, why would you stake it all on him? These are questions that only Rihanna can answer. Well, let's hope the next time you and I convene <laughs> that it was an elaborate hoax or that she saw the light and cut it, I don't know. Mm. But for 40 seconds of Johnny Depp, mm. like maybe... Walking through some dry ice. Maybe if he's in a lace G-banger with a bra. No, come on. Like, even then. Even then. Of course not. No excuse. But mm. the fact that he's just there looking mysterious and, like, I don't know, piratey with his guy liner and he's like, hasn't showered since 92 vibes, like... Why would you risk a billion-dollar empire and the wrath of your fans for Johnny Depp? Yeah, I don't know. I know that he has... Div- Maybe she is a fan of his. Like, uh, But he did have... I remember it was so fascinating online when all of that was playing out because I didn't really... He has a massive fan base. He does. Huge. And they really... I mean, I do understand, like, the obsession with Captain Jack Sparrow and everything like that. So marketing, like that. right? Dudes buy lingerie for their partners. Is she going after the straight dudes? Oh, that's so calculated. I mean, I don't know. That's the only... And I don't condone that. I'm just mm. spitballing. Mm. Straight dudes love Johnny Depp. Mm. Is that why she picked him? To appeal to the dudes buying lingerie but her whole thing is women spoil yourself. Buy it for yourself. I'm so this is, sad. She's going to keep you up at night. It already has. Oh. Two days. Sitting there stressing out over, Rihanna, what are you doing? I Why? Just, but I just keep going. I'm giving her the benefit of the yeah. doubt. You know, no. you always give. Yeah. You all, But this is a problem. This is so problematic. But let's, let us all wait until we reconvene. Okay. We're moving on to a topic I know nothing about. Mm. Nothing. Mm. I've done no research except I did find I did find one review oh. of Harry Styles' My Policeman in which the woman called him a neck actor. Um, I work in a bakery. Oh, yeah, because he strains with his neck a lot. <laughs> oh. Tell me you have seen My Policeman. Of course. Marcella has seen it also. Marcella's review. What? Oh, God. It's... It's nice. It's not traumatic. I didn't cry. I could sleep after it. Harry was fine. <laughs> Do you need me radio yep. reset? Do you need Please me to like, reset uh, my the, policeman everything. The yes. floor is yours. So sir. it's a period film. Mm-hmm. It's actually set in two different time periods. Mm-hmm. And it's about a love triangle. Harry plays a young constable. Yes. In the... Uh, in the UK, in mm-hmm. I don't know what era, the 50s or something like that. Of course, he couldn't be gay then, and he is! And he has an affair with a museum curator. But of course, society won't acknowledge it. So Harry instead gets married to a character played by Emma Corrin, who is... Lady Di. Lady Di. In The Crown. Yeah. And much tragedy and <laughs> sexual frustration and all sorts of things happen. And then that's also, that's intercut with the present day. Right. Who plays Harry present day? Don't know. Kay. Doesn't... Doesn't look. I know what. Yeah. Are they a better actor than Harry? Okay. Uh, like, so did the character's look, acting improve halfway through the movie? <laughs> well, it was all intercut back and forth. The curator played. It was played by the same person, right? And both. No, oh. no. Rupert Everett played at the old. Um, oh, museum I'd room. watch it for Rupert. 
Love the bag, love the shoes, love everything. Look, here's some good news. You know what I'll give Harry top marks for? The sex scenes. They were great. He was right there. He was in it. Whoever was the intimacy coordinator, well done. He was holding nothing back. Good for him. Good for but, him. <laughs> but the acting. Look. So he it, can fake fucking. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm just more forgiving on that front. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, look. Oh, it's a it's a really complex role. Like he's a tortured, tortured, conflicted character. Because mm. some say in the Harry sphere, there's mm. much conjecture around his sexuality, which we don't subscribe to. But some say they felt like it would have been an easy role for him to tap into because perhaps he has felt similar turmoil around his own gleanings. Mm. Not that we're saying anything about that. Oh, look. So perhaps not. Perhaps there is no sexual conflict inside Harry Styles because he couldn't tap into it. I I just feel like great actors have so much going on behind the eyes. That's what's brilliant about them. And he doesn't embarrass himself to my eyes anyway. He doesn't – it's not like he can't deliver any dialogue or just stands there like a plank of wood. There's nothing like that. But it's just more Emma Corrin, who was Princess Diana in the last series of The Crown, she's really – Sorry, yes. There are they. They. Mm. Um, they're really an exceptional actor. Oh, they are. So much complexity. Uh, also, the guy that plays the museum curator is, and it was just, I don't know, I, but I'm going to still. Michael is almost in pain trying ca- to be diplomatic. Carry right I the wish flame. You could see the grip he had on his wrist. I think <laughs> that he could get there because sometimes... Oh, wow. What a relief. That's what everyone wants to hear. He put their heart and soul into the two movies he did. Look, this is just like when you're the tortured Madonna fan seeing Shanghai Surprise, but soon she'll be in a league of their own and you'll be like, look, she can do that's fine. Yeah. So you think you'll get there. What would you give my policeman out of five? Mm. Um, Look. (laughs) No, I'd give it... Three, if I'm being generous, I I don't. Yeah. And personally, what would you give Harry out of five as an actor? Oh, I like him. <laughs> He's my friend. Move on. <laughs> Look, I can't. I certainly can't go above three. Let's put it that way. <laughs> looks great. It looks really great. Yeah, all the tattoos are gone. Oh, I didn't God, think about the that. the body makeup artist, it yeah. must have been hectic. Because I've had to have mine removed for your yeah. shows and they take quite a long time. And he has a lot of tats. Yeah. Are you okay? You have any seizure? Yeah. No, no, I'm all right. Are Sorry. you okay? No, it's the pain of having to put a critical eye on. Look, it's just hard because I would honestly say career-wise so far, he has not put a foot wrong. He really hasn't. And also I think he's got a good sense of himself, a really good sense of himself. And this is perhaps the first time where... Maybe he's overestimated. (laughs) But I'm all for it. Sure. Good. Good for him. We need another handsome white dude to overestimate himself. (laughs) (laughs) My Policeman is out now and you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Oh, I finally had to give up on Lord of the Rings. (gasps) I can't. Tell you what, when you give up on a fantasy franchise, you are the last. You've got so much patience in your heart. I know. Like, I just need to see an elf or an orc or something like that, and I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Scott and I were sitting in the sensory pod last night, 
watching episode five mm. and if Galadriel delivered one more earnest war cry to whoever was in the room, literally she would be walking past anyone, a stranger on the street, and Galadriel would turn to him and say, I just want to be here for my people. And all I know is I have been trolling for centuries. Like she just launches into these diatribes. You're like, Galadriel, shut up. Just go and stab him. Mm. Stop giving speeches, mate. Mm. I'm so sick of it. I prefer the orcs. I'm When you find yourself watching Lord of the Rings and hoping an orc takes out the lead protagonist. Oh, you've got problems. And so I looked at my husband and I said, I think I'm done. Oh, no. What about Andor? Everyone loves it. Haven't done Andor yet. Okay. Everyone says that that's, they okay. put that above House of the Dragon. Stop. Shut your mouth. Yeah. House of the Dragon. You loved Fuck it. me, we haven't even talked about that. I mean, we can't. I haven't finished it yet. <gasps> I know. Are you joking? Nah. You, you. What the fuck? No, I know. Sorry. How have you avoided I'm, spoilers? I'm busy. Oh, you're so busy you can watch Harry Styles be mediocre in some movie. That was a necessity. <laughs> the build up for that has been coming for years. It's true. Well, anyway, I'm sorry, Lord of the Rings, but you will not be. I don't even, I haven't even watched the finale. I'm not even gonna. Maybe if Galadriel dies, but we know she doesn't because Kate Blanchett plays her centuries later. Mm. So boo. Well, let's face it, she was never a riveting character. Well, I thought maybe they'd give her some spice. No. Nah. Because she's like the leader of the armies. Mm. She's so boring. Mm. I just don't care about her. Mm. I just wanted to die. Mm-mm. Not the actress. Great actress. Probably better than Harry. Oh. I do want to talk to you about US midterms are happening. Yep. And this is the two-year mark of the Biden presidency and traditionally the sitting president loses the midterms. Yeah. Last four presidents, in fact, have not won the Mm. midterms. The problem is the Dems only have it all by five seats. and There's no margin. Nah. If they lose, which history says they probably will, it's going to be a really tough following two years. Well, they'll never get anything done. Uh -uh. And what I want to say to everybody is, this is testing ground for Trump announcing. Well, he's already d- strutting around saying there's a big announcement coming, big announcement coming. But he won't make it until they've officially taken the midterms. Uh, so if the Republicans, so the Republicans, the candidates they're putting in around the country are fucking wild. There's a lot of election deniers. The fact that you can run for such high seats having no political experience in that country needs to... The one thing that our system and the UK system has is that you have to come up through the ranks Mm-mm. in the US. Which, which can have its own problems as well, but... but At uh, least yeah, you've yeah. governed. Totally. They've got a footballer. I know. A disgraced TV doctor. Mm-hmm. They've just got... They've got all these really extreme candidates because they're testing the waters. Mm. And I am terrified. Trump's got that speech written. And oh, the, absolutely. And, and the problem here is, regardless of where the country's actually sitting, they have terrible inflation, COVID's still rampant, and traditionally, as we said, the, the president gets punished at midterms. But they're saying, totally. yeah, it's a green light for Trump. Well, yeah, but there are some weird things about it as well. Mm. It is true. Inflation is terrible and that affects everyone. But also employment, unemployment is at a 50-year low. Mm. And not uh, in other measures of the economy, things are going pretty well. Their COVID numbers are as low as they've been the whole time. Mm. And Biden did manage to get a few surprisingly um, big victories through mm. legislatively. So it... 
And Roe v. Wade, let's not, that, 70% of Americans are pro-choice. Yes, and over the summer there was a surge to the Democrats because people were outraged by Roe v. Wade. And that may still play out, uh, but but the polls have swung well back in favour of the Republicans. And, and yeah, so and it looks And Katy Perry. And Katy. Tell me what happened. Well... I think everyone was a little surprised. Katie um, has been known to share her political... Uh, well, she backed Hillary so publicly. She did. Yeah. She did. She. I mean, I feel like there have been so many political rallies where we have seen Katy Perry sing typically fireworks. <laughs> Firework, I should say. Yes. <laughs> but and? this time she voted for Rick Caruso who is a Republican that is running for governor of Los Angeles. And she she put it on Instagram, a picture of her, like, at the voting booth having tapped it. She wrote, I'm voting for a myriad of reasons, but in particular because Los Angeles is a hot mess ATM. Let's go moment. Caruso. What? She wrote, let's go Caruso? Yeah. But tell me a little bit more about candidate Caruso. He he is one of those Republicans, like, he's not a Trumper, but he's like, but he's still very white ring and critically, he's still anti-abortion, takes a lot of donations from anti-abortion groups and, and typically, and was against gay marriage too. He's sort of like one of those tough on crime, you know, I'll clean the city up sort of people. But it is a little startling to see someone that was so full-throatedly behind Hillary. I can't remember where she stood on Biden, but I imagine... I think she was extremely burnt because she, obviously Katy Perry is from a very religious background. Like, isn't her father a pastor? Yeah. And when she declared for Hillary, she got a huge backlash from her red fans, as did Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift famously never really was That's political right. because she's from a That's red right. state. Yeah. And uh, when she declared for the Dems, she copped a huge country music. Yeah. So. I mean, Katie also had that cape that said Madam President. I still remember her strutting around sing- singing songs with that cape on. Look. It's wild to It me. is wild. It's also wild because, you know, in our country, we our most recent election, the tide went really the other way. It was startling. Like all of a sudden, all these progressives were flooding in. It was the green slide and all that sort of stuff. So it is unnerving to look at America. But I think easily the most unnerving thing about it is, apart from everyone supposedly being just chill about the fact that abortion is being taken away from so many states, is also, yeah, the number of people that are conspiracy theorists and how like QAnon is now like fully... We are, we've got candidates running and election deniers and that is just a part of the US landscape now and people are wandering around saying US failed state. And and Trump's basically saying to the candidates, the pre-selection is, do you think that the last election was rigged? And that's the way a candidate gets mm. endorsed by mm. Trump. Mm. So it's And there's one candidate running on the platform that just says, if I get in, and I can't remember where he's from, we will never lose another election ever again. You have my personal guarantee. That's terrifying. Well, they do all of the gerrymandering and they change the districts and they stack everything. Having said that, though, I have listened to a lot of, um, you know, polling podcasts and everything like that. And the weird thing about the US is... It's, Hi, gay. Thank you. It's been... <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, it's I do. intrinsically connected to my attraction to men. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, they say that, you know, all these different races, they're very idiosyncratic over there. Like, they're ve- it's all, it's very much about who the actual candidates 
are in a lot of these places. And in some, you know, there's some Dr. Oz is running. There's all sorts of weird things. I love that Oprah had to come out and denounce Dr. Oz. Yeah. So people have been reticent to say how many seats will be won and lost because they're a bit like, oh, there's a lot of weird seats where Mm. you could kind of believe anything could happen. But he's putting these extreme candidates in the hotly contested seats. It's a strategy. Mm. Like he's putting them in there in the ones that are very close to try and draw the real right-wing conspiracy theory. But do you want to know what the most whack thing ever was? This still shakes me. There was a period of time, we're getting so nerdy now, the Democrats, when they were running their sort of primaries for candidates for for the Republicans, they put advertising behind super extreme Republican candidates because they wanted them to get like to to be candidates because they thought they'd be easily defeatable. But that seems so Please dangerous. Do. I know. It's crazy. They shot himself in the foot. That is mental. Because I know. that is Trump's whole that's his game plan right now to get back in as the as to be able to run for president I know. again. I have That's said like you this. could easily imagine and I remember there was a Saturday Night Live um parody and it was like the democrats have stacked behind the people that are going to beat their own candidates well there was i remember there was a there was a this was before trump won but it was like it was the amy poehler hillary talking to the kate mckinnon hillary like hillary past and future and the present one was going to the past one you'll never believe who were against donald trump and they were cheering and celebrating because they were thinking we will easily beat them how could he ever be elected so bomb democrats oh my god it's going to be terrifying we're going to oh there'll be such a debrief such a debrief i can't wait we are we haven't netted out in a long time but i do want to say yeah 2024 oh god okay here she goes it's been so long since i said the words unicorn of death and I can feel her strutting up, and her hair is quite unicorn-like. You can't see it at the moment, but... Trump. I'm sorry. It's, he's going to be the candidate or he's going to be the president? President. He's also getting so old. old. What about if he goes against DeSantis? No, nah, he's got it. He's got... This man has evaded the FBI, mm-hmm. a, like an entire mm-hmm. Senate mm-hmm. inquiry. Yep. He's yep. bulletproof. I just yep. can't see it happening. But I love being wrong. And on that triumphant note, yay! <laughs> Michael's about to pass out. He's so tired. I am really He's got to go feed his six kids the air fryer. Shut up. Um, That's right. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to throw something on in a hurry. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. This is Emsolation. Okay, gang, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to follow us on at Emsolation Podcast Instagram. There is now a link page, a link tree. Everything's there if you want to become a patron, if you want to shout us a coffee, which has been great. Uh, if you want to come to the live show, please come to the live show. If you are in Melbourne, anything. If you want to join the Facebook group, it's all there for you. We've tried to make it a bit easier because I did realise it was a lot. Hey, we'll be back on Tuesday with a free time Tuesday. They're going quite well. You seem to be enjoying them and I love the freedom. Thank you for letting me do whatever the hell I want. I'm off to rehearse. I'm performing at the Wheeler Centre also on December the 1st. I'm talking about my love of Whisper and Jack and John Farnham. You can get tickets for that too. And I'm also singing a John Farnham song and they asked me, what do you want to sing? Because there's a band there to accompany my talk. And I said, oh, well, I mean, I'm talking about Whispering Jack, so I mean, how do I choose? It's like it's like choosing a favourite child. I'm tossing up, obviously, between You're the Voice, uh, Touch of Paradise or Take the Pressure Down. Can you just let me know what everyone else is doing and maybe my song choice can be determined by how it will flow? And they came back to me and said, oh, 
look, you can pick any John Farnham song you want because no one else is doing anything remotely like that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I've gone with Touch of Paradise. I mean, come on. I'm just getting them all. I, it's a very, like, you know, to-do event. It's at the Wheeler Centre, very serious. But I will be up there in a John Farnham fan T-shirt talking about my love of John Farnham and Whispering Jack and that first live show and then I'll be singing Touch of Paradise. I am going to make them get their iPhone torches out. I think if you just Google M. Rossiano Wheeler Centre, you'll be able to get all the info. All right, that's it from me. Flamingos walk and sway in peace. Oh, my God. I mean, what a lyric. Seeing this in makes my troubles ease. Oh. <sighs> you know you want to play it now. Oh, we've got on a musical journey. Bye, gang. See you soon. Come to the live show. Oh, God, so annoying. Bye. Oh, there's a love that stretches out across the land. Bye, everyone. Well, rainbow. I want to take a minute or two. Oh, my God. Stop it, Em. Bye, Emsolators. Love you. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is a Spotify exclusive podcast recorded at Down the Hill Studios, hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas and sometimes her eldest daughter, Marcella. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn. With videos by James Henderson. Socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow. With assistance from Jem Evans, plus cameos from M. Dad Vinci. Get the full Emsolation experience by following us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. Join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. If you really want to help us out, you could become a patron of Emsolation. Share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app by actually hitting the follow button. As always, thanks for listening and we're excited to chat with you again soon. Bye.